All right. So, for today's podcast episode, it's brought to you by yours truly, Michael Asensio. Today, I'm going to do an interview with a person I like to call a bum. He also likes to be called OG Comedy. But this man needs no further introduction. So, why don't you say a little, a little bit of words for me, man? Uh, what's up? Um, not no bum. First of all, I look oh, pretty my. good. This man say I look pretty good. All right, I don't know about that, but let's see. Introduce yourself. Let the audience know who, who's talking. Um, I'm Andre, um, Michael's cousin. Um, I'm an undergrad at TCU, I'm studying criminal justice, and I work at a pool store. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, guys. But, but anyways, I digress. So, man, it's been a while since we last talked, you know. So, how you, how was your day? How are you doing? I'm tired, man. I just got out of my chemistry, not my chemistry, my geology class for college and just tired. Yeah, I feel that, man. College can be a drag sometimes, but, you know, some somehow, some way, we're going to get out of this real fast. Yeah, I just need to finish my... I just started my junior year right now since I just transferred over from community college. So now I just need to finish out this and then just go through my senior year and then I'm done. That's what's up. That's what's up. You're almost there. I would have gotten you a plaque that said Tech Dan on there, but, you know, you ain't <laughs> no. going for that no more, sadly. No, that, that was high school, man. That's not me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into this. So I know that you and me both comic book fans you know we're big we're big on the whole superhero genre you know mm-hmm. we, ha- we have our likes we have you know our dislikes but I don't know if I've ever asked you this but if you can choose any power what type of power would it be and why easy it's luck luck you automatically win at, at anything luck that's what you, you well I mean it's different I'll say it's different because you know no one would ever say that Fly. Yeah, because I mean, having flight is cool and all that stuff, like flight, teleportation, super strength. That's cool and all, but if you have the power of luck, you just increase everything for you, so nothing bad ever happens to you. Okay, okay. The generic, okay. So you just don't want nothing to happen to you, gotcha. Well, not even nothing bad happening to me, it's just everything goes according to plan or goes better than expected for me. So, like, Take, for example, like, the character who has, luck, Domino from Deadpool. She oh, has yeah, luck, so nothing bad ever happens to her. Like, say, like, a truck will hit her, so it will try, almost hit her. It just completely misses, and she walks fine. You know, Loki, I mean, I know she's, you know, that she buys with Deadpool and all that, but for some reason, when, I, when, when you say all this, I feel like you would just be a villain, bro. That's how I feel. I wouldn't even use it for, like, villain purposes. I will probably just do it to make my life easier. So like, oh, say I get um, I I I get the Powerball numbers or something like that. I'm like, oh, cool, and that's enough money to pay off my whole tuition. So I'll be like, that's cool, and then I get extra leftover money just to spend on anything else. All right, man, you getting you sounding all you know the just trying to get through life faster. I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, like as you know, I mentioned about you know us like heroes, villains, and all that. I just wanted to just throw this out too. Uh, who is your favorite hero and why? My favorite hero? 
it's a lot, I know, but uh, you know, it's got to have that one, one person, that one hero. If I had to say personally my favorite hero, it would have to probably be Spider Man. Okay, okay. So I guess we both like the same person. I guess. All right. But yeah. why? I've always liked Spider-Man. I've um, ever since as as a kid, because we grew up watching the Tobey Maguire movies, so like the first one, and then we were watching like the the cartoons that would show up on like Disney Channel or something like that. But I've always really, I've always found Spider-Man super relatable because he's not like Superman or or any of those other other superheroes because he's more of a down to earth type of person. Pretty much just like everybody else, you know, poor kid trying to find ends meet, get that bank. And then you also have like from the Sword McGuire movie, that one dude, where's my rent? Oh, exactly. Where's my rent? Uh, you pay rent now. Yeah, so you got, you got that one dude, you know, see, so it's like, it's like an everyday Joe, but he has powers. Yeah. All right. So like, so, you know, you like Spider-Man, you liking him for him being relatable and all that. And, you know, you had the whole power of luck with, you know, what would, you know, if you can design your own comic hero, what would the story be about and what would the power of the character be? Um, I'd probably say, I mean, we could, I could, I would sort of follow like the similar plan that most heroes have, like their powers come from tragedy. So like, well, not even Batman's origin, he's comes from tragedy, even though he doesn't have powers. So that starts his whole origin. Same thing with uh, Spider-Man. Uncle Ben dies. Um, same thing with like Superman. I mean, Superman when um, his his I think it was his uncle or grandpa died. Was Superman? Yeah. Superman. Well, basically, his whole tragedy is uh, um, basically his whole planet just you know got evaporated. He just got. Well, I, know, well, I, know, I know Krypton evap like just disappeared, but I know like his his. His uncle, like the one who raised him on, uh, no, Papa Kent, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, his adopted parents, yeah. yeah. Adopted parents, pretty much. Yeah, so they, like, his adopted dad died, so like that fuels him more, just to be like more human. Yeah, so I, I, mean. I, I would probably use like that aspect to like start the origin for my character if I was starting it out. All right. What would the power be though? Uh, the power would be, uh, I'd probably say something like uh, something like super speed or uh, super strength. Because I mean, you can. I kind of want to do something like you know what is that? What is that, what was that uh, comic book? Invincible? Something more like that. Yeah, I mean, because like you said, like like pretty much his dad is like kind of practically like Superman, you know, Omni Man, you know speed strength flies you know pretty much like literally invincible yeah but he's, um, but he's, he's pretty much the same thing it's just evil superman yeah pretty much just like the same thing with uh what was it that, that show the boys where like you know we also got like that one dude that's basically yeah, evil superman as well but, yeah i mean yeah i mean you can give it like something like similar to his tragic uh, tragic backstory with basically his dad is like evil and he has to like you know, fight against him because he doesn't go by that code that his dad does. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, not even just go by that code. Probably just to prove that he's stronger than him. No, all right, I gotcha. So, you know, we're talking about like our like things about our childhood. You know, like 
you know favorite heroes and all that um we also like you know wrestling and video games and you know we grew up we grew up with that but what was like the first instance like what was your first draw to wrestling like what got got you into like you know being like you know invested to watching wwe well pretty much it wasn't even wwe that it got me started it was really wcw because i remember like when i was small i was i would catch my dad watching wcw and he was watching like Goldberg wrestle like Kevin Nash or Hulk Hogan or something like that. Yeah, before and that man, did, before that man yeah. went when it became a meme. Yeah, pretty much. And then he just dropped. Then he just dropped it. But I think like the big start of me that got me got me more into wrestling was like us when we were kids. We were playing like SmackDown versus Raw on the PlayStation or something like that. And then we were wa- also watching wrestling at the same time. Yeah, I remember those days every weekend playing, you know, SmackDown versus Raw, you know, trying to, you know, tell, always tag team against the computer. And yeah. pretty much that's what, most, mostly what we did. Yeah. Like, just did the most craziest, outrageous stuff in that game. Yeah. So, you know, we, you know, with you getting into, like, wrestling and all that, like, who was that one it person that, you know, really, really resonated with you? You know, that one wrestler that just, like, you know, like, that's my guy. That's the guy that I'm gonna be cheering for, regardless of if he's a, a bad guy or the good guy. Uh, I think probably the one wrestler that really drew me when I fir- when I first started watching was probably Eddie Guerrero, because I mean Eddie Guerrero is. I thought he was pretty cool with all the moves he would do because he he's like a luchador, pretty much, and he's just moving around doing stuff that's completely crazy and. What I also thought was cool is that he looks like both of, both of us, like we're both Hispanic. So I'm like, cool, we got a Hispanic wrestler. Yeah, pretty much that's what he, like, he was like that down-to-earth person, you know, like, and his whole story of, like, um, like, he got fired, he was in WWE, but then he got fired, and he had to work his way back up to, mm-hmm. to get his job back because he had to fight, because he had to fight his whole addiction with drugs and all that. And, you know, that built a whole story around, you know, what made him I guess, uh, human. You know, yeah. so all the way to me, we have wacky characters. Awesome, like the independence and everything. Because yeah, remember, WWE, they have all wacky characters, but then, you know, he's that one person that's like, okay, but he feels more human. He doesn't feel like the outrageous, crazy wrestler. Yeah, well, I mean, like, around that time, too, that like, they let him go, it was, like, around, uh, like, almost close to, like, Steve Austin's push starting to die down. And that's when the like every, like everybody was just you know like well that that was around that time too where he was like his neck was you know just jacked up and it was like yep yeah, he has to hang up the boots because if he continues he's gonna end up paralyzed on a wheelchair. Yeah, and I mean they weren't doing him any favors either because I know WWE is so is like such a big sorority for their type of guys. So since he was a WCW guy, they were treating him like crap too. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Because like, like pretty much like you're a WCW guy, you're pretty much were fucked. <laughs> Honestly, pretty much like they screwed all over most of their WCW talent or even ECW talent that they brought over, and they would only start popping for them like really once they like, oh yeah, I'm 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 a, in the WWE system now. I'm cool with you guys. Yeah, the only one that pretty much like that pretty much rocked it was Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. Our weed boy Rob Van Dam, 
you know, Chris oh, Jericho. Yeah, yeah. That was like a list of names right there. Well, even Edge, too, because Edge was, like, on the tail end of WCW, and then he joined. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it was crazy, too, about about his debut is that he ended up crippling a guy. That yeah. Well, like, imagine that, like, your first match, and you end up crippling somebody. That's just wild. But, I mean, WWE was, like, super unsafe back then, too. Like, it, I mean, their stuff, like, n- now it's a whole lot better because of the implementation. Uh, the implementations they have for like their health checking but back then they just like were letting these guys pop pills like crazy I mean like look at look at Kurt Angle or Perk Angle if you want to call him yeah Perk Angle bro it's sad it's a sad story for the man but now like a lot of people it's made a that. sad so, story but it's, it's ridiculous how much Percocet he was popping just to wrestle yeah cause that dude came into WWE with a messed up neck well I mean it wasn't messed up when he started but like he messed it up during it, the whole Olympics. It got over time because of the way he was wrestling. He was a he was pretty much a freak, bro. Wrestling yeah. machine, legit. Now I'm about to, you know, we're about to take this, you know, next whole thing to a whole, want to say, deeper level onto things. So you know, like we're talking about like our young years, you know, like like little kids. I was wondering, you know, like like you being young like where did you see yourself being when you got older like what did you think your life was going to be you know when you got older you know from your little your little kid point of view to like growing up like right like getting older uh well back when i was a kid i i thought about being an animator at first because that was my whole thing because i liked watching uh, cartoons and anime and stuff like that and i like to draw draw back then too and i was pretty good so i was like mm, maybe i can grow up and be an animator and make money out of that but then i fell out of it during high school because i was like i don't have time to do that or anything like that it's not really possible so around that time in high school like i was like mm, i like music maybe i could just find a career in music because i like playing music i like playing the drums and stuff like that but uh, I didn't see any success in it when we got to community college because I was like, the music professor we had, he's like, um, if you're trying to find a career in music, there's no point because there's really no way to make some make ends meet if you're if you have a career in music. So my fallback option was just to study criminal justice because I've always liked uh, criminal justice. So. And uh, that's why I wanted to buy you that plaque um, that said Detective Dan, but you know you didn't fall through on that. So. I had to find another gift for that. <laughs> no, but it's understandable though, because I mean, being being a part of like a band, doing that for music, it's kind of hard. You just gotta find that one person that wants to sign you to a record deal. Well, and that's even, a hard. It's not even like trying to do like a band or anything like that. It's just trying to play like, like say you want to play for like an orchestra or something like that, or just uh, teach music. Like the ol- the only way you could sort of make money is if you're teaching music. Like, say you're a professor or something like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it's a pretty much hard game, but hey, I mean, criminal justice is pretty big too. You know, just gotta, you know, pretty much. I guess that's what you're gonna stick with, right? I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, I've made it this far now, so I'm I'm gonna stick with it. I like the I like the program. It's cool, but it's with everything that's been going on of late for like the whole criminal justice field it's kind of like tough to want a career in that 
like at first when I got into criminal justice, I was like, hmm, maybe being a police officer and working up my way to be like a private investigator or like just a regular criminal investigator would be cool. But just with the way things have been going, it's like, uh, it's probably not as safe to be a police officer now. Yeah, but it would have been fine. It would have been funny to, you know, prank your mom, though. <laughs> it would be funny, but. <laughs> probably chase you up and down the street. That'd be the most hilarious thing to watch. Exactly. Probably went viral and everything. Exactly. And I, I mean, I think being a police officer is cool and all. I mean, there's some, there, I mean, there's some officers who do a really good job, but. I think I could probably help a lot more people outside of just being a police officer. Yeah, I mean that's true though. I mean it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a cop to just you know help somebody. There's other ways. So I yeah. feel that. You know, well, speaking on that, you know, with you, you looking into the future, uh, you know, trying to like be part of criminal justice and all that. Like, where do you where do you think you're gonna end up? At you know, at the end of the day, like. When you got your bachelor's degree, you got your wife, you got your kids, like, where do you think, like, life's going to take you at the end of the day? The way I see it, I'm probably going to still be in Texas despite wanting to move because of how close everybody is. And I don't want to probably leave that. And I'm pretty sure the person I'm with right now, that's probably just going to be it for me. So I'm pretty sure we're just probably just going to end up moving in together and I'm going to just get my career started so that way we can just get things going. Okay. That's, a, that's, a good, re- that's good right there. That's I feel that. Yeah, but for kids? I'm not sure about that. I, I don't really care for kids. Yeah, because you, you, you don't want one of your kids to come up to you like, Dad, I put my tooth in my ear. We have to go to the hospital. Well, not even that. I just don't want a kid like Enzo. <laughs> Yeah, our nephew, something else. Yeah, we don't want to deal with that. With that, and then our his brother, you know, Donovan. You know, he's not bad, but the problem is, is that he's hyper and he likes to continue to run around and not sit down. No, he's bad too. He knows he's bad because he he does stuff that we knows he's not supposed to do, and he'll laugh about it. Yeah, that's the funny part too. Is that he's uh, what I like about them is that they're different from each other. Like the first one, Enzo, he has everything in our family you know being an angry kid being always mad and always like in the fight and the second one donovan mm-hmm. like that kid always happy for some reason this is like makes what makes you say like whose kid is this yeah i like, guarantee you though i guarantee you though once they grow up because you see how scrawny enzo is he's scrawny like his parents yeah. i guarantee you that donovan will bulk up and he will be way bigger than way bigger than everybody <laughs> Yeah, that's what pretty much always happens with the second kid. Well, all right, man. Um, so I think right now is like a good stopping point, ending the episode here. You know, I'm going to say a few things before I let you end this off for us. So, you know, if you want to subscribe for the next episode, you know, this is the place to be right here. So for any last any last words, uh, you want to plug in your uh, social media or anything, man? Uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram, og.comi, and follow me on my Twitter, the OG Kami. Um, I do funny posts sometimes, I guess. I don't really do that much. Yeah, I just do does... a whole lot. Yeah, he does a lot of shit posts, that's what he does. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, this is where we're going to end it off right here. So thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a good day. See you, man.
Yeah.